Welcome to this segment of Soul, Silence, and Sound. This is brought to you by Be Simply. discussion around authenticity and playing the opposite game and we are heading into a full moon so I meaning the week leading up to it I encourage you all to pay attention to that which you're creating and that which you're ready to really build and feed and take action on and be aware if you sort of choose of your emotions and other people's emotions, because oftentimes as that magnetism with the moon rises, people's energies start to shift. So there's a saying, a saying, saying, uh, but allow yourself, this isn't a direct quote, but basically what it means is don't let the moon bite you. Don't allow the energy of the moon to shake you. Harness the energy and yield it where you so to choose. Similar with a female, of a woman's body is that this is the time when she would ovulate. And rather than uh, trying maybe to have a child every single time, if that's not her season, she would harness that potency that's happening and yield it where she wants, uh, whether it's in relationship or at work or anywhere. And so pay attention this week and later in the week, I'll do the full moon meditation. So, uh, the opposite game and authenticity. So we're at this interesting point, as I mentioned in the last segment with the shakedown is that it becomes very tempting to kind of wanting to still grab on to those old paradigms because that's what we're comfortable with, or we think we know, or we, we feel more comfortable building upon that. And if you notice and start to pay attention, and you can really do this because of the computer these days, is that these sound bites are, that's the mind control that those little sound bites. Um, when you hear people repeat the same thing over, they're under a spell that was created through the internet um, through mass media, MSM, through periodicals, through one another, because people get entranced and start repeating like a robot, the same thing they've heard. And so if you practice listening, one thing will happen is you'll start to hear things from a deeper level and from all sides. You won't be so attached to the mind control, the spell that you were put under. And if you go back to the Wizard of Oz, because we're in this Wizard of Oz moment where they fell asleep in the poppy fields because they were under the, the euphoria of the poppies. And so that's what the world at large has been designed to do to all of us, to distract, to harness our mind and be under mind control and then to repeat the sound bites and then to replicate things in funny ways. So if science goes one way, we replicate it and reinforce that, which it may be bad science. Did you know there's bad science? And then also bad meaning 
that it's not viable. It doesn't, you know, maybe it can't even make it past a hypothesis to a theory or a theory to a law, but we regurgitate these sound bites as if they're absolute when more than likely they're not. And science is very dynamic. The same can be true with social issues. People will espouse them without doing research and understanding the deeper roots of it. And so since we've been in such a divisive period here on the earth plane, it's really important for you to maybe start listening a little deeper. And when you start to see these trending sounds and it's on all sides of the fence, up, down and sideways, we all are, um, gosh, subject to falling into that spell. And so when we wake up and start to look at things, we realize like, oh, someone's pulling the puppet strings. That was Oz. And he took off in that uh, balloon, a.k.a. weather balloon, and ran away once people discovered that they were being manipulated. So what you can do in this present moment, and I'll share a little bit more on how this works in a spiritual practice and a faith-based practice is what you can do is start listening deeper to really listen to what's happening and understand that anything that is uh, allowed to be mainstream is part, I always say, is part of the problem. Because theoretically, we have enough resources to go around for everyone, for everyone to be comfortable. They're just misappropriated. And it's not really healthy to have certain people way up on a pedestal and hundreds of thousands or millions of people bowing down to that person. But we've all been conditioned to participate that way. So a couple things is one, to start listening deeper. Number two is to start thinking about when someone says to you, there's going to be a toilet paper crisis, there's going to be a shortage, do the opposite. Don't run out and buy all the toilet paper. We did that, right? Do the opposite. Just let it go. Don't don't participate. And I can I can share with you because this is something we witnessed, right? Uh, several years back, is I actually didn't participate in any of the hoarding because I knew this was uh, an attempt to see how people would react. You know, a lot of this had to do with observing our behaviors. So was fascinating. And that's will lead us into authenticity is I was like, I'm, I'm just going to trust. I'm going to deeply trust that I can go to the store just like I always have before this moment and after get what I need or I will make do with what's available. And so that's what I did. I think only one time I walked away with canned matcha, some dried uh, mushrooms from the supermarket and uh, I'm trying to think, oh, chocolate (laughs) and maybe a little pasta. That was it. However, if we look at the the power of suggestion that we were going to run out of toilet paper, many people went out and got food and toilet paper and had to have that because they didn't want to be without that, right? So flash forward, we go to authenticity. I made a commitment to myself that I wasn't going to participate in the game that way. And so I went into the store and there was no toilet paper. One of my trips there. And I asked the guy, I said, do you know when the next shipment's going to come in? And he's like, do you really need some? 
And I'm like, well, yeah, that's why I asked you. <laughs> He's like, but you're not like, you don't have a big stockpile. I'm like, no, I don't have a stockpile. I have one roll left on my uh, ring in the bathroom. And he looked at me. He goes, I got you. So he ran to the back. And obviously the store had been like uh, putting things out slowly. And he got me a, a package of toilet paper. He goes, I know you are speaking the truth. And he felt so good about his effort. And I thought that was so sweet. So it's kind of like that. When you start holding your truth and your authenticity, it's going to shine through. And so that's the era we're going into is the embodiment has to happen to be at mastery. So what's fascinating is right now there's such a push to make everyone a little bit lazier, a little bit not as intellectually smart. They want you to really buy into all this automation. I can share with you, as I have before, we don't know, we need to go faster. And we need to learn how to embody and to continue to learn through our intellect and on a soul level so that this is really helpful in for you to sit through these talks, whether you agree with me or not, just to expand your mind a little bit, just to listen a little deeper and be like, hmm, and maybe try out some of the things I suggest or not. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. However, where we're going, depending on which road you choose, is authenticity is really important. So the power of what the internet has done is, is very misleading because it goes back to that popularity contest. Oh, if you have this many, but people could buy this many followers. Or if you're a person that plays in stadiums, you're more important than that amazing musician you see at your local restaurant. It's not true. Each can have value, but I would say there's greater value for the artists that are playing in smaller venues. Why? Because there's more authenticity. It remains. It doesn't become so contrived and it's not part of the whole uh, mind control mechanism. So if you're interested in starting to retract your mind from the system that keeps you locked in, in your mind, into your intellect, creates doubt, fear, anxiety, repetitive thoughts, I encourage you to step back and listen and observe without attachment, meaning that just because you're passionate about a view or perspective, or maybe you bought into a soundbite doesn't mean that it's true. And so when you step back and listen, you'll be like, Hey, and you'll, you'll start to see. And there was another great example recently. Um, I'm sovereign, so I don't participate in politics and that's, I won't bring that all into here as to why. However, what I witness as an observer from the sidelines is the same tricks they use on one side. All of a sudden, several years later, they're on the other side. And then I'm like, wow, I'm like, I'm in the middle of the field going, this is so fascinating. And so the same mechanism was used on the right and then the left and then the right again. And because people decide to be on opposing sides of the field, they don't realize that this was already used for one group and now it's being repurposed for the other group. So there's another good example of why if you step back and really observe and listen. So how this impacts your spiritual practice is the more authentic you get with your practice, meaning the more diligent you get with your meditation practice, the prayer, the your studies, it's going to continue to build in your system. You're not going to be able to 
escape it. And as you do this, that authenticity starts to bubble up. And so I encourage you to find out in this moment what's really important for you, especially in your practices, meaning your spiritual, theological, they could be combined, and how you're going to water that daily. And that's going to require silence. It's going to require study and it's going to require contemplation. And so this is another thing that is what yields uh, authenticity is that someone that takes the space to contemplate, literally contemplate uh, something that's written. It could be in any theological text, any esoteric text. It could be any text about nature, biology, chemistry, any of these things that it's not digestible in a soundbite, meaning that it, it invites you to be with it. Sometimes you could take a line or two of it and really be with it. And what happens is from there that informs not only your intellect, but your intelligence. And that starts to build a foundation of objective reality, someone that can evaluate things from all sides. And it also will give you the skills to do the due, due diligence to be like, huh, this doesn't make sense. Let me examine it from another side. And as I talked before, when we have blind faith in something, but do not question and have discussion with one another, that becomes dangerous. And that's what these sound bites have been designed to do. This happens in theological and spiritual places because what they found before we have this internet thing uh, in this era, it's been around in many different forms, but is that it's really easy to manipulate people because if they make it so easy for them, they won't take the time to learn or question or study. And so two things from there to build on is one is that to understand that there's a responsibility. So when you're repeating sound bites, yet you haven't really researched it or understood it, the, there's karma there because you could be potentially misleading someone. The second part is that it creates a stop point for you on your path of understanding. Just to say, I believe this that's great. You can believe anything you want. However, it doesn't mean that it's evolving or been tested or tried and true. And it can create a definite stop point because you're like, oh, I'm just going to accept this by blind faith and believing yet. I'm not going to test it. I'm not going to have dialogue and discussion about it and see it from different perspectives. So especially in a spiritual practice, if you're not willing to look at things from all sides, your practice, especially from a meditative perspective, is going to be limited because you will be attached, which non-attachment, that doesn't mean you don't care. That doesn't mean you don't bother with things and you become apathetic to them. That means that the non-attachment is that you don't grasp at it so much to be true that you're willing to walk around at all sides. This is very important, not only in interpersonal relationships, but in everything you do in life, that you have the ability to walk around things. 
when you have that ability, you'll start to realize there's less need for quote unquote boundaries because you'll understand where everyone's at. And when you're authentic with yourself and true and radically honest with yourself, you'll know when you should stay in a situation when it's uh, amenable to have a discussion, especially if it's about esoteric things or personal things, or when you're like, huh, I'm going to create space here. It doesn't mean you have to cut anyone out or anything. Just allow it to be. So also this will alert you when you're willing to these, uh, sound bites. So the fun thing about the sound bites are, because when you start listening really closely, you'll see a trend come like, oh, everyone eat organ meat. Everyone eat uh, or don't eat seed oil. I'm using food, for example, right now. So when that happens, people will go, they'll start swaying and they'll say, oh, this is bad. This is good. But the reality is even in food, that if you are in harmony at a soul level, you will be able to harmonize so beautifully with what you know you are to consume. And for each and every one of you, it's different. So when you start to hear these things, you'd be like, hmm, maybe I'm going to do the opposite. (laughs) For example, seed oils, seed oils from a Vedic perspective have a very powerful purpose. Now, a processed seed oil and one that's not made well, uh, yeah, that could be detrimental to you. However, what what have maybe some of you been hearing? Don't eat seed oils. They are amazing and really gentle on the system and powerful remover of heavy metals and toxins. So super fascinating. So when you start doing the opposite game, you can start to analyze, oh, maybe there's more here. And it kind of leads you to investigate other things. And if we take from a spiritual perspective, I'll just choose the big bang. Okay. This is something that many um, spiritual teachers, uh, even people in scientific communities would talk about. So I think they still do in some, some arenas. However, if you play the opposite, like there was no Big Bang, there was a Big Bang, there was no Big Bang. And then that will lead you down a road. And sure enough, science has, to this moment, debunked the Big Bang, yet you'll hear it both ways. And then there's probably something right in the middle. So it's like that. So what that means on the inside is maybe... You're picking up on these sound bites that are everywhere through our atmosphere that you start playing with the opposite internally. So if you start having negative speak, play the opposite game with that. If you start to get distracted, bring yourself back to focus. Do the opposite of where you're being pulled to when it's not for the benefit of your being. And that can really help you. Um, And then... From there, during that process, remember that it's really important if you want to be authentic in your life that you get honest with yourself and that will allow you to deepen in your practice and your understanding of who you are and show up more authentically because all the smokes and mirrors, everything that was made in our not so 
distant past was a wizard show. And so bit by bit, humanity's waking up to that. The exciting part is that the authenticity is going to lead the way to mastery and to your practice. So I encourage you all to think about what that means to you and that also how important it is for you to use your hands, your brain, your heart, and get to know your soul, your oscillating essence that makes you, you eternally and is always evolving. And from there, it's going to be a much more interesting dynamic in the future. So if you get tempted by those sound bites, step back and ask yourself, what is the consequence if I participate in this route that is potentially not for the benefit of all? And that requires you to walk around in all directions. So as we go into tonight's meditation or today's meditation, depending when you're listening to this, I encourage you to first stick with the internal and then start listening on the external. And you don't have to really say anything, just observe, listen. And this can be super powerful for anybody out there that's uh, wanting to build and grow is that if they're willing to be like the salmon and swim upstream, this is going to be really powerful. And for those that are accustomed, especially for the young professionals to grabbing and going kind of thing, really encourage you to, you know, get some good mentorship. Uh, This will be necessary in a spiritual practice in your professional life and to value it, show respect for it and meet it, meet that mentorship because it's going to be a little bit mm, interesting for everyone as we move forward to kind of understand what is, what was, what is, and how to move forward with that information. And once you deepen this understanding from a soul level, it'll, it'll feel, um, comfortable. You won't feel like you're at a tug of war with yourself that typically that tug of war extends to your external environment around you. All right. Enough said. I'm so thankful for each and every one of you that are listening in this moment. And from here, I want to welcome you to take a nice gentle breath into your heart and then exhale out. Again, inhale. And exhale. Another one, inhale. And exhale.
gently from there, I welcome you to gently lean back and recline or move fully into Shavasana, a prone position on your back with your palms facing upward as we transition into receiving sound. As you settle in, just take a nice gentle breath into the heart. and out again inhale and exhale one more inhale and exhale And then continue to follow your natural breathing pattern.
Welcome you to take a deep breath into your heart and then exhale out. Again, inhale and exhale. And another one, inhale. And exhale. And then gently from there, just bringing your awareness back to my speaking voice. Feel free to stay exactly where you are in this moment. When you're ready, just gently roll over to the right or left side and rise up into a seated position. And then I would love just to welcome you, uh, one, to stay a little bit longer and connect to where you can be more authentic with yourself from the inside out. And then where you feel courageous enough to be that salmon swimming upstream to really uh, hold your sacredness and your practices internally quietly and then allow that to be your guiding light from the inside out in the world and then from there I welcome you to be a more active and present listener to the world at large and notice when you start to hear repetitive sentences from one person to the next and it can happen on all sides and yes sometimes there will be 
truth in some of those statements. But more than not, I welcome you to really notice it and where inspired. Investigate and have conversations. And then from there, if you're willing to really walk around all sides, especially in your spiritual practice, this will make it more effortless to do this with people, places, and things in the outside world. And it makes it a lot of fun. You feel like you're on a little adventure without attachment, without a lot of emotion, and you get to start figuring things out. So if you need support in that process, feel free to reach out. You can send questions via email or contact me in other methods. And then from here, we're going to sign out. I first want to give gratitude to Random Rab. Again, he has a new album out. Dante Marino, he's going to be dropping a new single too in the near future. I think I saw that, uh, I think in a couple weeks or so. And then Kadri Scott, who will also be dropping a new single uh, very soon. And then where inspired, please support the arts, especially right now. Super important. So, uh, and this is part of that, this authenticity, uh, staying human, moving slowly. We don't need to go faster. Don't, don't buy in. <laughs> please don't buy in if you can, or, or I'll rephrase that. If inspired, support your humanity. If inspired, support your humanity. This is a moment that you can be that change agent by preserving your humanness for the generations to come. We're going to sign out, stay a little bit longer with Kadri Scott. Beauty is, remember that you are amazing. You are divine love. Aham Brahma. Until next time, this is Suzanne signing out with a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and... What makes it beautiful the way it is, the way it looks at you, the way it lives, the way it feels, the way it gives, the way you call it mine and grasp onto it, but if ill-intended, true beauty will fade, can't be manufactured, not soul like a fine wine with a little bit of love and a little bit of time cause beauty is as beauty does only some have that touch it's hard to find but easy to follow beauty is as beauty does until tomorrow
fine but easy to follow beauty is as beauty does until tomorrow okay round two name something that's not boring a laundry oh a book club computer solitaire huh ah oh, sorry we were looking for chumba casino That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.